Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones who are always in the know. For the ones who keep things running. For the innovators and the problem solvers. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. Experienced staff at local branches and free access to experts to help answer your toughest questions. So whatever challenge you face, we have the knowledge and products to help. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey, everybody, it's Sam with Pro Wrestling Overtime. Now, this was supposed to be your WrestleMania Backlash breakdown. And, you know, as I was trying to get my thoughts together, because you guys know I do very few notes. I uh, do enough, basically, to jog my memory unless I'm quoting some kind of stat, like how long a match is or something like that. Um, I jot down winners, and then if anything exciting happens in a match, uh, like somebody may have gotten hurt that I want to check on later. Very few notes. So I was doing, you know, cleaning up my notes. I'd make sure I could read them. And I saw, I got a little notification that one of my friends had tweeted. And so I read it and he's used to me making a comment so I commented on it and I don't even remember what his original comment is that's how bad this got um this person I'm I do not know them I don't know if my friend knows them I think they followed them Based on another comment. However. I was planning on doing this particular podcast. About Wrestlemania Backlash. Before Raw. It's going to have it up. And. This person. Stayed after me. And then. For some reason. I thought. Good Lord, they've finally gone to bed. I need to work on my sports betting podcast, and I need to work on my pro wrestling podcast. So, I went and fixed something to eat, because I was planning on staying up a while. Now, this was supposed to be recorded before Raw, And it's 7 a.m. in the morning. I have been up all night. And don't have a quite long day. Should be a short day. Just going to be intense. 
And what she... Or this person, I should say. Basically wanted to get at... Was... Roman Reigns is the best wrestler... In the world... At this time. And she said... Basically... Since he had came back and turned heel. And my buddy disagreed with her before I did. Because like I said, I needed to eat. And he just basically said, no he's not. He's not even close. And of course, when I see it, I chime in and I say, I totally agree with you. There's, he's not even the best wrestler in his own company. How can he be the best wrestler in the world? And she said, his in-ring wrestling ability is better than anyone else in the world. Now, when I read that part, because remember, this is on Twitter, I about fell off my couch laughing. If you guys have listened to previous episodes, you know, I truly believe Roman Reigns has three moves. They're the spear, the Superman punch, and now he has added the guillotine. He has been in this company... How long? He was with the shield. Seth and Dean did so many moves. And he never picked up on any of them. He never wanted to. He wanted to be this monster. That everybody should be scared of. Because he was going to Superman punch him. She said he has more charisma. Than anyone else in in the world. And that's one of the reasons why. He's the best wrestler. Again. I had just gotten myself calmed down. By saying. By her saying that. uh, He's the best in ring wrestler. (coughs) Then she wants to talk about charisma. I finally stopped laughing. And then she says his promos are better than anyone else. So again, my friend, answers. If these are your qualifications for the best wrestler in the world, I still say he's not even close. And she said, I mean, current wrestler. You can't count Austin or Triple H or The Rock. And I thought, is is that who she's comparing him to? And um, we kept going back and forth. Uh, this person would not quit. 
And then, like I said, I was doing the research on my sports betting podcast and and making my bets and all of that. And I come back to Twitter. I have 20 tweets from her. And I was like, are you serious? She talked about how SmackDown was absolutely horrific and awful before Roman came back. And I wrote, oh really? How disrespectful can you be to the actual SmackDown talent that has held this company up and together while he's been home? And she said, well, it's true. He is bringing the ratings up. I said, how do you know that? And she said, because the ratings keep going up. And I said, really? Because week before last, they were down. So are you saying overall average? Or are you saying his segments, quarters are higher? What exactly are you saying? And this person proceeded to tell me that, you know, just the ratings had went up. I said, okay. So, of course, I had to Google that. I was pretty sure it wasn't wrong, but I I needed to Google that. So, I get the list from WrestleNomics and from Dave Metzler. And, of course, they're talking. The week of SummerSlam, the week of Payback, and then the very next week, the ratings go up. So I send her this list, knowing what she's going to come back with. And she says, see, those three weeks they were up. And I said, well, number one, you do know that pay-per-views brought it up. The SmackDown after SummerSlam Because they had payback, the following week, they, people wanted to know what the matches were, and were they going to be repeats, were they going to have different stipulations, were they going to have different people in different matches, so of course, that was up. Then, you know, they wanted to know about what was going to have to happen afterwards. I said, number two, do you realize the storyline that I don't care if you're a WWE fan or not that you've heard about, that you know about, and WWE fans that have followed their careers since NXT. 
And remember, they're matching NXT Brooklyn. Had been predicting for the, what, five months that they've been friends? Now, granted, they've been friends a lot long, real life friends, for a lot longer than that. But they were waiting on Sasha to turn on Bailey. So, when Roman comes back, that wasn't the story. The actual story was Bailey swerving us and turning on Sasha. Beating her to a pulp and putting her in a neck brace. And I said... Do you not remember that? She said, I really don't get into that. And I thought, oh. Oh, um, well, last year, Bailey was only ranked the number one wrestler in the whole entire world. Sasha was number three. And... They were the number three tag team together. Out of all men and women. And they really only had the tag belts, what, maybe two, two and a half months, something like that. And I thought, lady, or person, I should say, because I don't know for sure she's a lady. But, um... I said, do you watch wrestling? And she says, yes, I, I watch consistently WWE. I thought, okay. My friend jumps in and says, you don't watch anything else? Then how can you say... Roman Reigns is the best wrestler in the world if you don't have anything to compare him to. And this is where it's like, I don't know, 2 o'clock in the morning. 2.30 maybe. She says, we, because he's bringing up Kenny Omega. And she says, we don't get AEW over in India. And I was like, oh. I had not pulled up their profile. So I, I, I still haven't. I don't, I don't know if they have India on there or not or anything. I just, I don't know. I don't make a habit of pulling up people's profiles. Um, I care more about what they're saying, not what they put on their profile. However, if I am enjoying my conversation with them, and they mention, you know, they write for somebody, or that they have a podcast or whatever, I'll pull up their profile just to see where do they write, where's their podcast, and a lot of times I'll tune into their podcast or... 
you know, I'll try to get alerts or emails from the site that they write on. So, it threw me when she said she was in India, and she told me she watches clips of AEW on YouTube, and that their clips do not get as much attention as WWE clips. And I said, that is probably correct. I said, I think most people that watch AEW watch the show. They don't watch the highlights. I said, plus, AEW is in the process of pulling any full matches that anyone is putting up or any pay-per-view stuff that anyone's putting up. Especially the pay-per-view. You gotta pay 60 bucks for 50, 50 to 60 bucks for their pay-per-views. And if you're putting up matches for free, they want that down because, you know, you can still buy the pay-per-view and watch it. And she said, well, they're just money-grubbing. Oh. And WWE doesn't, Impact Wrestling doesn't, Ring of Honor doesn't, you know, MLW. And that's, wrestling is a business. And she said, well, I watch a lot of YouTube highlights. And I said, why don't? Because she kept sending me YouTube stuff. And I would pull it up and see what the title of it was. Sometimes it was from either WWE or AEW. A lot of times it was from someone I, I had no clue of. She even mentioned someone called the Great One YT. And I said, I, I don't know who that is. And I said, do they have a podcast? And she said, they have a quarter of a million subscribers. So I pull it up on my podcatcher. I get no results. And I, I wrote her and said, where? She said, on YouTube. Okay. I've never heard of this person. Um, so I'll have to take your word for it. I said, now, she's all about Kenny Omega and comparing him to Roman Reigns. I'm not interested in doing that. Um, I don't like either one of them. If you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know it. I am not a Kenny Omega fan, as he is right now. Now, I enjoyed him in the cleaner role. Over in New Japan when he joined the Bullet Club. When him and Cody were fighting over in New Japan. 
You know, I, I was all into that. I give credit where credit is due. His matches with Okada and I hope I'm saying this right, Takahashi and Ibushi and them were unreal. Uh, if you haven't seen those matches, try to find them. Because they are, they're unreal. But here's the thing. Those are three top wrestlers that give great matches all the time. So is it Kenny Omega or is it them? And that's what I had to ask her, or this person. I said, you're saying since Roman Reigns come by, correct? She said, yes. And I said... So, he took on Drew McIntyre, Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, Edge, and I'm forgetting someone, but I said, all of those are excellent workers. I'm not all, Jey Uso is also who he took on. I said... The key to being a great wrestler is being able to take yourself down while raising them up so that you meet at the same level and you have a good to great match. (coughs) Excuse me. Yes, I still have a cough. Yes, it is still allergies. The weather here is still going up and down. It's driving me crazy. No, I do not have COVID. Quit writing me about it. Anyway, um, I said I would like to see him take on a person that somebody considers a jobber. And him do that. Him lower himself, but yet elevate them and them have a good match or a great match. And she said, no one does that. I said, well, that's awful funny. I watched Daniel Bryan do it with Chad Gable. I watched him do it with Cesaro. Watched him do it with Shinsuke Nakamura, who I consider one of the better wrestlers around. Definitely consider Cesaro one of the most underrated wrestlers around. And she was like, why I don't see it that way. I said, oh, okay. So the wrestling business sees it that way. The wrestlers themselves see it that way. But you don't. And so I said, have you seen Okada, Nato? Will Ospreay, Abushi, Shingo, Aishi, um, Takahashi. <coughs> Excuse me. She said, No, I don't watch any of that Japanese stuff. 
I said, okay. Then how can you even talk about Kenny Omega since 90, 95% of his career was there? He's been with AEW two years. He has been a heel in New Japan for quite a while. And I said, so he comes over here to be a babyface, put guys over, and generate interest in AEW. It was only here recently that he has turned heel, and he is not the cleaner yet. I'm still waiting for that. And I want him to quit screwing around with the Good Brothers and send them on back to Impact. And if he could send the title with them, that would be fine. Because he's not being a good wrestler. He's just hanging around. And um, she wants to talk about his promos. And I said, have you seen Omega's promos that he did at the beginning of their long-term storyline with John Moxley? No. Oh, that's right. You don't get AEW. I said, well, maybe you can find a clip of it on YouTube. And she said, well, I really don't want to search for it. How about you find it? No, 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 no. I have found, by this time, I have gave her all kinds of articles, all kinds of lists. And maybe we'll we'll get into all that. But I was like, I'm not finding YouTube clips. I said, the ones you've saw, uh, sent me are already starting to change the recommendations I get. And I I don't want that. I don't want a bunch of Roman Reigns crap showing up on my recommendations. I don't care who he's taking on. I don't want to see it. And I said, so do you follow NWA, MLW, Impact Wrestling, New Japan Strong? Do you follow the Indies? She said, why? Why would I? Well, I don't know. That's where a lot of WWE gets their talent from. I mean, Frankie Monet down in NWA has been one of the free agents that people have been looking forward to. She's been in AAA. She didn't even know what that was. I said, but she's been in AAA and she's been in Impact. And she is different because she has some lucha wrestling where she was in AAA. And I said, since you're so infatuated with Kenny Omega, did you see Kenny Omega's Triple Mania match last year against Laredo Kid? Where he won the Triple A Championship. I said it's one of the four belts that he carries. She said well no. I bet nobody did. 
said, you've got to be kidding me. She said, well, I don't even know what triple A is, and I don't know what triple mania is. And I was like, well, I'm glad that you are able to admit that. A lot of people wouldn't do that. I said, but it's the biggest event held in Mexico. It's sold out, like, every year. And the pay-per-views are usually very good on it. And she did not believe me. So then somehow she looked up last week's Impact Wrestling. They had a 123 viewers. I said, do you, do you look? 123,000, excuse me, viewers. And I said, do do you understand what Impact Wrestling's been through? And she said, no, and I don't care. And I said, well, you know, they lost a lot of talent. They were bleeding money. They let some people go. They hired some new people. They changed their name. I said the TV deal that they had basically fell through. Then they went on two kind of out-of-the-way stations, and people didn't know where to find them. I said now they're on Axis, and a lot of people either don't get it or don't know what time or anything. I said because they've, they've changed days. I said, it's almost like they're a brand new company. And she said, and this is who Kenny Omega is a champion for. Well, yeah. Because just because you got 100,000 viewers or 123,000 viewers doesn't mean you have bad wrestlers. And she said, well, if they would so, were so good, then WWE would sign them. I said, do you realize that on April 15th, which was three, four weeks ago, I guess it's been a month now, that they let go what everybody thinks is at least two Hall of Famers. And they let go of some people that they were pushing as stars. One of which that Vince talked on a quarterly company stock call. And said he wanted to see her pushed to the moon. Along with two others. And she said, well, I never heard that. I said, well, you either need to watch more wrestling, you need to take some of your time and read legitimate sites, or you need to listen to some podcasts. And she said, I do. I said, so who do you listen to? 
And then that's when this, the great one, YT comes up, and then view underscore raw. And I said, I've never heard of them. And again, she says, well, well, that one has 250,000 subscribers on YouTube. Okay. I don't care. I said, you do realize, because she's quoting that Roman Reigns' clips have like a million and a half views. And I'm like, you do understand that while looking for things to prove you wrong, I put stuff in the search bar and I think, oh, this is what I want. I click it and within five ten minutes or five ten seconds I find out yeah this is not what I wanted and I get out I said but that still counts as a view I said if there's a controversial ending somewhere and I can't find it on the promotions website then yeah I do go to to, to WWE or I go to YouTube and I say I put in the match and I may watch that match two, three, four times looking at different aspects. Well, those count as views, but I'm one person. I just happen to be watching it over and over. I said there are times that I watched BTE, which I later figured out she didn't know what that was. I should have said being a little late. But there are times that I'm watching uh, BTE, I get 10 minutes into it, and I get a phone call from, like, one of my editors or where I'm a consultant or, or wherever. And I got to take it or... You know, somebody hits me up on a on a messenger or a DM or private message or whatever, and I'm going to talk to them, or a coach calls me or something like that. So I'll shut it down, won't watch it, and I'll put it in my to-do list to finish, and um, I'll go back later and watch it. Well, that counts as two views. And her comment was, so? So, if it says 1.5, that's probably not how many people actually watched it. But, if something is only getting a thousand, that doesn't necessarily mean a thousand people watched it either. I said, I don't use YouTube for ratings. It can be skewed very easily. I said, you know, if you get the right video, or you make the right video, soon after something happens on a pay-per-view, and you post it to Twitter, it's liable to go viral and people watch it a billion times. 
And she wouldn't give on that. She she kept bringing up YouTube. And I said, so I take it because you said you don't watch anything. You don't know who Alexander Hammerstone is, Lee Morardi, Jonathan Gresham, Thunder Rosa, Nick Aldis, Chris Dickinson, Bateman, Sammy Callahan. You you don't have a clue about any of those guys. And she said, well, I've seen Thunder Rosa on AEW clips. I said, but do you know that she's not AEW? Well, no, why is she on AEW clips? Well, she's under contract with NWA, and they let some of their people go to AEW, especially while they were taking a break. I said, actually, one of AEW's signed stars actually holds their women's belt, and so AEW is letting her go to NWA some. And she said, well, that's crazy. And I was like, okay. I said, well, you know, you've gave these three categories. Charisma, ability on the mic, and their in-ring talent. I said, let's talk AEW. You don't think Chris Jericho is better than Roman Reigns? He's old. He is. He's 50 years old. He's still better than Roman Reigns. And she said, well, I, I don't know. And I said, do you know who John Moxley is? And she said, Dean Ambrose. I said, you don't think he is better than Roman Reigns? Well, I've only seen a couple things from him. Oh, okay. Have you seen Hangman Page, Ricky Starks, Penta, and Ray Phoenix, the Lucha Brothers? Uh, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, MJF, Eddie Kingston. Have you seen any of those? I've heard some of their names. She said, you know, I watched the clip of where Miro beat Darby Allen and I liked his promo afterwards. He does a better promo than Kenny Omega. I said, you're right. At times he does. I said, did you notice that I named, I don't know, 10 people. And I never said a word about the Young Bucks or Kenny Omega or Cody. I said, I think it's just well known that they're probably better than Roman Reigns. And she said, Cody can't cut a promo to save his life. Oh, okay. She said, and he can't have a good match. And I said, really? 
I said, you do know that in 2019, he won match of the year by like three or four different places. And she said against who? I said Dustin Rose at, uh, I believe it was double or nothing before, you know, everything got full-fledged. They weren't even on TV yet. They didn't start in on TV until October of 2019. And she said, I think I saw that match. I said, so you saw the match? You saw clips of the match? Because I said, there's a big difference. I said, if you see clips of it, you see what the person who edited it wanted you to see. If you see the whole match, then you get to see the story told in the ring by two wrestlers. And she came back with all kinds of stuff. And so I gave her the list of the last, I think, five years of not only who won Match of the Year, but the candidates for Match of the Year in one publication. And I said, here's this. Roman Reigns is nowhere on it. But yet, every year, Kenny Omega was one of the candidates. I think he won in 2017 or 2018. By this publication. I sent her Dave Metzler's. Which I know is controversial. But I sent. You know that. To her and I said. He has like 10 or 15 categories. I said and he has. Some of the categories. Go back to the 1950s. 60s. And I said uh. Notice Roman Reigns isn't in any of the categories in any of the years. Then I sent her a list of the five-star ratings that Dave Metzler does. And, of course, the highest that Roman has gotten is four and a half. And I said, before you bring him up, because I know that you have an infatuation with him. I said, Kenny Omega has had like 10 five-star matches. But I said, he had a seven-star match with Okada in New Japan. And she said, yeah, I probably would have gave that a three and a half. I said, so you watched that match? I thought you didn't watch New Japan. Well, I think I saw a clip of it. Well, Kenny Omega and Okada have fought numerous times. So you would have actually had to know which one was the seven-star match. And I said, I don't know of anybody that knows anything about wrestling making it a three and a half. I said the story in that was absolutely awesome. The athleticism was absolutely awesome. 
I said, can you name me another move that Roman does besides the Superman punch, the spear, and the guillotine? And she said, well, there's a lot of people that have just three moves. And I said, no, there's really not. I said, let's narrow it down and we'll just talk WWE, okay? I said, I don't necessarily consider Roman a big man. But if he is, I said, Drew McIntyre is better than him in the ring. Bobby Lashley is better than him in the ring. I said, Braun Strowman, probably about the same in the ring. Maybe a little below. He needs to work on his skills. Keith Lee, better than him in the ring. I said, I haven't seen almost enough, so... Mm, not sure. I said, so let's not consider him a big man. And she was like, well, I don't think he is. I said, okay, so let's go on your three categories. Charisma, in-ring ability, and on the mic. I say... Do you think Roman Reigns is better than Randy Orton in the ring? Well, yeah. Why? Well, I just think he is. Really? Because she says, well, Randy Orton has only got the RKO. I said, that's his finisher. I said, he does the draping DDT. I said he does a sling blade. He has a submission maneuver as far as it's a little bit like a cross face. I said he does a lot more in the ring. I said he even has counter moves to get out of stuff that doesn't require anyone he knows in jumping into the ring to save him. Like Jey Uso does for Roman Reigns. I said, besides that, Randy Orton is one of them that held the company together. I said, do you think Randy Orton has as good a promos as Roman? No. I said, so his promo ability, when he was taken on Drew McIntyre, when he was taken on Bray Wyatt, when he was talking to Alexa Bliss, and now dealing with Stoner Boy, he's not better than Roman. No, that program with Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss sucks. I said, I'm not asking you about the program. I'm asking you about his promos. His on the mic. She said, I don't think so. I said, you do realize that Roman says about five sentences. I said, you can't count acknowledge me 
I am the tribal chief. I put food on your table. I said, you can't count his catchphrases. So she sent me a promo that he did. She kept telling me that Roman did 20-minute promos. And I said, when? I've never seen him do a 20-minute promo. Well, then she finally tells me, well, he has, has promos with other people. Well, I know he has promos with other people. But that doesn't mean he talks 20 minutes. Because a segment is 20 minutes doesn't mean you're cutting a 20-minute promo. So that's that's very unusual. But she sent me a promo. He had 21 sentences. And by me saying, you can't count knowledge me on the head of the table, I'm a tribal chief, I put food on your table, and all that garbage. I said, we had to throw out seven or eight sentences. You do realize that, right? I said, you do realize that he memorizes what he's going to say. That's why he had so many problems when him and John Cena were doing the program at No Mercy and John Cena basically showed him No Mercy twice that I know of, maybe three times because John Cena didn't follow the script. He ad-libbed and as soon as he did, Roman froze and then started talking from the script and John Cena called him out on it. And embarrassed him to death, which caused him to try to get better. And Paul Heyman is really working with him. He is getting better. But like I told this person, he is not of the caliber of Randy Orton. And she said, well, he's older than him. He's had more experience. And I said, okay, well... Let, let's talk about Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens was on the indie scene and in different promotions. He wrestled under Kevin uh, Steen for a while. And I told her, I said, he's better on the mic. He's better at cutting promos. He's a better wrestler. He knows more technique, technical stuff. He knows more counter moves. All of that. I said, you know what? Actually, I said, when you say someone's a better wrestler, doesn't mean that a booker or Vince, if they were booked in a match, wouldn't have the predetermined winner be Roman Reigns. I said, but do you think on the mic, on promos, and in the ring that he's better than Charlotte, Sasha Banks, or Bailey? I said, and Becky Lynch is getting ready to come back, and Becky Lynch beats his butt. 
And she said, well, they're girls. You can't compare. Well, I think you can. I think if they're both talking on the mic, I'll tell you what, Charlotte Flair or eat him up. Bailey and Sasha tell better stories than in the ring than what Roman ever thought about. All three of those women are better technical wrestlers, no more moves, counter moves, submission moves, and counter submission moves than he knows anything. I said, do you want to talk about Drew McIntyre? And she said, oh, Roman's better than him. He beat him at Survivor Series. Again, WWE isn't about wins or losses. I said, you know, tonight, for Raw, as of 6 o'clock, they still weren't complete with the show. I said, there are times at SmackDown, they don't finish till 7, 7.15. I said, sometimes they change the show as the show is going on. I said, but the one thing is on SmackDown is they do their best to finish Roman Reigns' segments early. And by that I mean by 5, 5.30. So he can go practice and play and memorize. And she said, I don't believe that. I said, well, I don't really care if you believe it or not. I said, are you telling me in ring he's better than Yoshira? Well, I don't really know a lot about her. I said, so you don't watch women's wrestling at all? Well, I do sometimes, but... I don't know. There's not very many clips on them. Yeah, there are, and there definitely are on Twitter. I said, how about the guys? Do you think he's better on the mic, on promos, and in the ring than Johnny Gargano, Tomasa Ciampa, Adam Cole, now Kyle O'Reilly, or Finn Bauer? She didn't have an answer for me. And I thought, you know, I haven't even talked about Daniel Bryan and Edge. I haven't talked about Cesaro. You know, I've only named what, maybe 12 wrestlers that are better than him. So she comes back with the fans love him. Well, then he's not doing a very good job, is he? And she said, what do you mean? I said, he's a heel. Everyone should be hating him. They should be booing him. And she said, no, he's like Steve Austin, where he's a heel that everybody loves. And I said, no. I said, Roman has been one of the most hated wrestlers and controversial wrestlers with the fans since the shield is broken up because Vince has tried to push him down 
all the fan stories. She said, well, he is the leading merchandise seller in the world. And I said, excuse me? So, I pulled up 2019. I think Roman was three, but Bray Wyatt was number one. So, I sent that to her. 2020, the man, Becky Lynch, was the number one shirt in WWE. 2021, I couldn't find any statistics as of yet. And like I told her, I said, I bet they don't come out until June. I said, now, Pro Wrestling Tees gives you monthly. Who was the biggest seller monthly? I said, but if I had to guess, I would say Bad Bunny is ahead of him since they've sold out of his shirt four or five times. And she said, well, I don't believe that. So I sent her an article that talked about the first time his shirt sold out. And she said, well, this doesn't say four or five times. I said, no, that's the first one. Just to prove to you that, yes, he does sell out. I said, you do know that Bailey's new shirt is already sold out, right? I said, you're not getting. There are people more popular than him. And she said, yeah, but none of them. Or AEW, or you're new to Japan. I said, ma'am, do you not get that the Bullet Club is unreal? And she said, well, I just think they're stupid. And I said, really, have you, have you seen the Bullet Club? I said, go find it on your beloved YouTube. Look up Prince Devitt said he was the founder and leader of the very first he started the Bullet Club. I said still to this day he is one of my favorite characters and how he led the Bullet Club. I said they weren't rude and crude and everything like you're thinking the Good Brothers. I said the Bullet Club was about massacring people, killing them basically. And Prince Devitt was unbelievable. And she said, I've never heard of Prince Devitt. I said, Oh, really? You've never heard of Finn Balor? And she said, well, what does he got to do with it? And I said, well, when he was in New Japan, his name was Prince Devitt. And that kind of stopped her in her tracks. I said, you do know that AJ Styles and Adam Cole were also in the Bullet Club, right? Well, she sent some kind of meme. Like, she didn't care. And I said, well... Here, I found it. I said, these are the top ten 
most bought or sold shirts ever. I said, you're going to see Stone Cold on there. You're going to see The Rock. And I said, I just want you to pay attention to number four. And she must have pulled it up. And she said, well, I don't think this is right. I said, well, it's awful funny. It was printed in December of 2020. So that's five months ago. And the Bullet Club is still up there. I said, that original shirt with the skull and bones and the gun has been a huge seller for them since 2013. And it is still going strong. And she said, well, WWE has shirts on here. And I said, do you see any that current wrestlers wear? And she said, well, current wrestlers don't wear the Bullet Club shirt. I said, they don't because Gallows and Anderson and Kenny Omega wore them to Impact. I said, Gallows and Anderson wore them to AEW. I said, but they're trying to separate themselves. And they're calling them in AEW the elite. I said, I didn't think the Good Brothers was part of the elite, but they're kind of trying to say they are. I definitely did not think that Michael, Michael Nakazawa was part of the elite. But... I said, do you want a list of the Bullet Club members? Because you'll recognize them. I said, I'll try to find you a list that has, if they've changed their name like Finn Balor did, that you'll, you'll be able to know most of them, or you should. I said, I'm just getting the feeling you think WWE is the best because that's what you watch. And she said, well, none of these others are available in India. And I said, but they are available on the internet. And I said, I don't mean YouTube. A lot of times, after a certain period of time, these matches become free on, you know, the promotions website. I said, you can watch MLW for free on YouTube. And I said, you can watch special events a lot of times for free on the internet. I said, you're missing a whole lot of very good wrestlers in the prime of their career that signed long-term contracts because they liked where they were at. They liked the time that they had off. I said, Sammy Callahan recently re-signed with Impact. He said, I want to be Mr. Impact. I don't want to leave here, and as long as they treat me right and pay me decently, I love it. I go to Nashville for two weeks. We tape 
anywhere from four to eight shows and then I'm done for six weeks and for those six weeks I can take indie shows I can travel wherever I want I can get involved in warrior wrestling or you know GCW or if I want to go on vacation for a week I can do that he said a lot of other companies won't let you do that. He said, I have the freedom to make dentist appointments and doctor's appointments and go to stuff that is important to my friends. If they're doing a show, I can go. And he said, I guess I've just gotten used to this. And, you know, he pointed out something that AEW has pointed out. They also can make money on third parties. Like Twitch. Like YouTube. Like selling their own shirts. And Impact Wrestling is not taking a cut. You can find AEW shirts... On pro wrestling tees, they're a lot cheaper than other promotions that actually sell them. And I've gotten quite a few. And matter of fact, I'm wearing one right now. I'm wearing Cody's um, Do the Work. I try to buy slogan um, shirts that mean something to me. And that when I go to practice or I coach my team, that when my team sees the shirt, then they understand. I have an EC3, Control Your Narrative. I have a Keep Grinding. I have a, um, I'm trying to think what else I have. Uh, I have uh, John Moxley's Paradigm Shift. Because when I first took over, you know, and I got back into coaching, I told them it's going to be a paradigm shift. We're going to play defense completely differently than what you did last year. We're going to play offense completely different than what we're going to be a completely different team. Now, whether we win or lose, I don't know. You need to do the work. I need to do the work. But I hope you look back on the season and see that I made you a better person. That's what I care about. I do want you to be a better basketball player. I do want to win games. But I want you to look back and see that I cared about you and that I taught you something about work ethic. I taught you about trust. And so I try to buy slogan t-shirts that aren't stupid. Um, you know, I love Chris Jericho. But when he was in WWE and he, I think he had... Um, 
you're on the list shirt. Well, that's great to wear to, he was then in WWE. That's great to wear to, you know, a WWE event. Especially if I'm going to meet him or I want, you know, him maybe to see that I support him. But you're on the list. Where else am I going to wear that? I can't wear that in front of my basketball kids. It has weird connotations. And it's really something I don't want them saying. So I don't do the stupid slogan uh, shirts. If somebody puts out a shirt like, you know, get back up or uh, I'm trying to think the Tesla Blanchard. I have a legacy third generation Tesla Blanchard shirt. But I also have one, something about being under constant pressure makes you a diamond eventually or something like that. Well, that's who she calls herself is a diamond. So it makes sense for her, but it made even more sense if I wore it around my teams. You know, because sometimes they think that the pressure isn't worth it. So, how we ended this Twitter conversation was that she decided I'm an AEW mark and that I love Kenny Omega. And I feel sorry for her because she doesn't really see some of the best wrestlers in the world. And I'm not even talking about people in New Japan Strong or New Japan or MLW or Impact or AEW. She talked about how WWE is making a gigantic push into India. And I said, they are. And she used Jinder Mahal as an example. And I said, you do know he's Canadian, right? And she said, well, that's not what he talked about when he was over here. Okay, but he's playing a character. If you look up anything about him, he's Canadian. And she said, I think his parents were from India. And I said, you know what? I don't know. I just know he was born in Canada. He was raised in Canada. He went to college in Canada. He trained in Canada. Then he moved to the United States. And right now he lives in Tampa. I said, I know he's been to India. But I don't think he's been that many times. I said, I don't think you guys can claim him as your own. I said, especially when he'll tell you he's Canadian. And she said, well, I notice when they're announcing him, they announce him from his mom and dad's hometown. Okay, I don't care. She said, he knows how to speak 
languages. I said, well, you know what? I know how to speak some of the languages that my family is from, too. But that doesn't make me from there. I'm an American. And if you call me one of those countries, I'm going to correct you. And just because members of my family from were from there doesn't mean I am. And she didn't particularly like that. And I, I, I kind of don't blame her. If you feel that way, then you feel that way. But I hope her eyes were opened a little. That by not watching closely the WWE women, she's missing out on some of the best wrestlers in the world. And by concentrating so hard on Roman Reigns, she missed Daniel Bryan. And he may or may not come back. You're missing Kevin Owens. You're missing Seth Rollins. You're missing Drew McIntyre. You're missing Randy Orton. You're missing legitimate people that are going to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. And I didn't say it to her, but she would be what I called a casual wrestling fan that I guess she likes him. And by him I mean Roman Reigns. By his looks. Because she can't even realize. His weaknesses. And if you don't realize a wrestler's weaknesses. How can you notice when they get better? It's just strange to me. So. I don't know if I'm going to do a Wrestlemania Backlash review or not. If I do, maybe later today. I don't know. Um, just going to kind of get the high points. Especially about the stupid zombies. And Miz getting injured. And I'm not sure whether that's a work or a shoot. As far as I don't know if he needs time off or something's going on or he really is injured. I don't know. So, um, you know, I, I kind of want to talk about that. Uh, but I don't know. You might get a WrestleMania backlash review show. But it'll be more topic oriented like I always am. So, we'll see. But I guess the question I want you to answer is, do you think Roman Reigns is the best wrestler in the world? If not, do you think he's in the top ten in the world? Do you think he's in the top 20 in the world 
And if you want to talk about Kenny Omega versus Roman Reigns, which is what this person wanted to do, you can do that too. I'm on Twitter at Pro Overtime. Two O's. Pro Overtime. Yes, the DMs are open if you choose to use them. You can do it all over the public board. You will see if you you go to my profile, you can probably see the conversations that I'm talking about. She veered off I don't know how many times, so there are a lot of different ones. Uh, There's not one big thread you can just read. But um, don't get on there and get in fights. But you can see that every comment she makes usually has a question in it and I always come back to try to make sure that question is answered. I try to include a link or where I got it from so that she doesn't think that I'm pulling stuff out of the air. I also don't copy and paste tweets from my friends and use that as um, logic or to back up my points of view. I try to take legitimate wrestling analysis or wrestling podcasters that know their stuff and do that. But I do. I want you guys to write me. My email is prowrestlingot at gmail.com. Um, this episode will be blurbed on my Instagram. It is Pro Wrestling Overtime. And, of course, you can hit me up in the messages there. They should be on, as far as I know. So, you guys, for real, answer those questions. I want, I want to see what you think. Am I wrong? Because it won't be the first time in my life I've ever been wrong. But I do want you guys to tell me if I'm wrong. If all of you think that Roman Reigns is the number one wrestler in the entire world. I I do. I really want you to tell me that. But until then, I will do my best to talk to you guys soon. And see you down the road. Shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your dough on stand mixers Mm. or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more (gasps) bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. We travel to see what's around the bend and what we're capable of. And now Capital One's new class of travel card can keep up with you. Introducing Venture X from Capital One. With 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy. Venture X, for those always asking, where next? Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.